Folks, welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast. And today we are not talking about football. We are talking about recruiting. And it's going to be High Keen Williams and Daydream Zipper. John Garcia Jr. will join me as always. It's coming up today on this episode of Locked On Pit. You are Locked On Pit, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Folks, welcome back to the Locked On Pit Podcast. Recruiting as always, so these are sponsored by LinkedIn. I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked On College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On College Terms and Conditions Apply. Well, John, I'd like to welcome you in now because, you know, this is a big episode and, and it's been on the high key rooms train since about March now. They've been a consistent drumbeat. He is committed on Friday. So this is a big, big week for Pitt in the recruiting sector. Again, they haven't had a commitment since Jordan Bass on the first, so they're looking for another one. What do you see about this recruitment? It just keeps getting weirder and weirder, doesn't it? You know, I was going to use the same words. It is one of the most fascinating recruitments in the country, not only because Hakeem is a legitimate blue chip, SI-99, high-level recruit, however you want to characterize him. He is not only that and proving it week in, week out as a senior at Stranahan High School in Fort Lauderdale, but six teams are still in it, Nick, and six teams can contrive an angle to where they could be the victor, not only Friday when he pops publicly with the commitment, but more importantly on signing day, December 14th. So if they're not trending, they're like, well, it's the long game. And if they're not worried about the long game, they're like, hey, we're trending right now. So it is truly one of the more unique recruitments that I've ever covered in in more than a decade doing this. And every time you make a phone call about it or, or try to dig into it, you only get more confused. There, this is just so close to being wide open, this close to a commitment uh, that, that it's it's truly maybe the biggest wildcard recruitment in the country, not only among the uncommitted, but period. Among all recruits, this could be the biggest roller coaster that we're, we're setting uh, up for on, on Friday. So right now we're in the line. We're seeing other people ride that roller coaster, and we're getting a little bit closer to it. And this might just be the beginning. This might just be getting on and latching in and strapping up uh, because this one could have twists and turns ahead. But as of today, as of of late September, we are hearing that every single school has some bit of confidence combined with a bit of doubt in this recruitment, which typically tells you that one, Hakeem has not come to a private decision And two, as we've talked about, I think the last three or four times on together, Nick, this recruitment will go beyond September 23rd. He, his family, everyone else is hyping up that date, and rightfully so. It is their day. It is their time to go public with a verbal commitment. But the combination of the elite program still in this thing and still feeling somewhat confident combined with visit dates that continue to pop up beyond September 23rd after he makes his verbal commitment, that makes it feel like this thing won't be over until an actual signature comes in. Now, 
are their teams trending, right? We talked about the two angles of this. Are their teams trending on the front end that do feel a little bit more confident than others? And I would say yes. I think within the state, Florida State feels best compared to Miami. I think that is very, very clear at this stage of the process. He was in New Orleans to watch that Florida State win over LSU. Um, You can't have contact on those neutral site visits, but he was there and obviously was impressed with what he saw from the Seminoles, who have been kind of a surprise 3-0 team at this point early in the 2022 season, which is really important, right? Florida State, there was some hot seat vibes or conversations with Mike Norvell. So stabilizing that even early on, I think, was really important for Florida State's pitch. That remains true. Texas A&M just had him on campus for their big win over Miami. Um, And I think there's an interesting angle within the angle for Texas A&M. In one regard, they're like, hey, we've been recruiting as well as anybody, uh, especially in South Florida, where there's been like an extra emphasis from Jimbo Fisher and company. But also, if you've watched Texas A&M, like Hakeem has, you also see such a big need at wide receiver. This is a program that has thrived on being elite defensively and being good enough on offense to to maintain a certain level of success. So the sell is, hey, come add to this great South Florida pipeline, but also come help us reverse what we've been able to build or, or you're unable to build at the wide receiver position. So there's kind of a double sell going on with AM. And he does have friends on that roster, which is something important to consider. And then I would say after that, I think Pitt is the program that has felt like the most stable in the recruitment. Again, another program that he took the time to visit this season just ahead of the verbal commitment, his third visit of the year up to Pittsburgh, which did include an official visit. Um, and we've seen this offense kind of take flight and continue on well, with, with some of the legacy that they've built in recent years, which has always impressed him. His mom has been public about that as well. The kind of professional atmosphere in Pittsburgh um, when he was up for the Tennessee game as well resonates at a very high level. So if you are trying to put these teams in tiers, and I know this isn't a uh, a Twitter live podcast, but if we were doing some tiers on Twitter, that would be the top tier in terms of perception for me going into the commitment. Florida State, AM, Pitt, tier one, the teams that feel better than the others at the moment, Georgia, Miami, uh, still in, on that other uh, other tier looking to rebound uh, here going forward. So I do think that Pitt is on the plus side of this thing going into it, but at the same time, so is Florida State and Texas A&M, which again goes back to the original point that this thing is totally wide open because there's talk about visiting Georgia, Miami, Florida State, Texas A&M after this verbal commitment goes down. So it, it does feel as, as clear as those tiers appear to be, it does feel like that's as uncertain on the other side as how his recruitment will be handled going forward. But who knows? Maybe he commits and he doesn't take any of these visits. So you certainly want to win on Friday if you're any one of these six programs. Well, I want to dig into the pit side of things. But first, folks, I want to make sure to let you know about LinkedIn jobs because every day a potential hire is a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the best access to all the qualified candidates available, and that's why you need to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your job easier and faster and for free. All you have to do is add your job with the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screen questions make it easy to focus on the candidates you want. 
with the right skills and experience that you can hide. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to fast. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Now, John, you talked about the top three of that, Florida State, A&M, Pitt. And the one thing that Pitt has kind of done is they have gotten their visits in early, three of them. They've got game day, they've got an unofficial, and they've got an official. So it doesn't sound like Hakeem needs to come with it for a fourth time. So that, how, how does that work in favor or against Pitt? Because it seems like Florida State has the momentum right now, and maybe they're trending up towards the commitment. But Pitt has already kind of – emptied their clip, if you will, with all the visits that they have and, and, and have laid out the red carpet. It doesn't feel like there's a lot more for Pitt to do here other than to win on the field if a type went under would maintain that relationship. That's a really good point, Nick. Uh, I think from a from a Hakeem Williams visit perspective, yeah, you feel like Pitt uh, starts to go downhill from a trending perspective if that's going to be an important factor into the recruitment. But like, like you said, three visits – have already come and gone. They were all very different too, right? Off-season casual visit, you had an official visit, and then you had a game visit uh, for Pitt, Tennessee, which was obviously a crazy a crazy game for the second year in a row. Uh, so I think he's gotten all angles uh, of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and the university itself uh, to consider and how he views the Pitt Panthers. Um, and that's not true with some of the other programs on the list. Uh, and, and that's why there's fluctuating confidence from those programs, because in one sense, yeah, you have a lot in front of you between now and December 14th when Penn meets paper on signing day. But two, you've got to set up and confirm these trips. And there's nothing that says planned visits will be taken no matter what. He hasn't come out and said that. His mom hasn't come out and said that. Um, and it's recruiting, right? All that stuff can change on a dime. So you certainly want to win the recruitment when the dates are scheduled and the commitment is to go public. But again, we also don't think he's made it a private decision yet either, but that's, that's a conversation for, for him and his family and, and for us to only speculate on, but from the pit perspective, yes, I do think it puts a little bit more onus on winning the recruitment. Now winning the recruitment on Friday, it, it would be a bit of a surprise relative to the trending nature, as you mentioned of Florida state and Texas A&M. And those are also the two schools that we hear about most frequently when he talks about making visits after the commitment goes down, um, but I think that makes more emphasis on on the Pittsburgh perspective now. You've got to win on Friday if you're Pitt. To me, it's unlikely that he commits to one of these other five schools and then signs with Pitt at the 11th hour. But I will say that there are some elements, as you mentioned, that could influence a decision beyond a, a an in-person visit up to Pittsburgh. You mentioned the winning. You mentioned the on-field angle. The continued development of the relationship between he and, and Ty Underwood, I think, is an important part of this. And let's also not rule out in-home visits, right? These coaches are hitting the road. They're able to evaluate, but soon they'll be able to sit down in the Williams household and make that final in-person pitch from the Pat Narduzzi perspective, as opposed to something that is more um, hyperly focused on the position itself. So I think those are elements that we shouldn't underestimate at the end of the Hakeem Williams recruitment once we get closer uh, to the holiday season. So I think that's something that will also be plenty revealing at the 11th hour, because if it does come down to those in-person visits uh, from coaches, think about the names that could be sitting in his living room before signing day on the 14th. You're talking 
Kirby Smart, Jimbo Fisher, Pat Narduzzi. Uh, we're talking about some big-time names. Mike Norvell offensively has a great reputation. We're talking about some big names potentially going down to, to Fort Lauderdale to sit in with him before all is said and done. So there, there are still some in-person elements for Pitt to potentially grasp, but certainly from a visit perspective, those, those bullets have been emptied at this point. So you want to win the recruitment now publicly and see if you can hold off a flip attempt of Florida State or Texas A&M in particular, as opposed to doing it the other way around. That part seems like the less likely winning scenario for Pitt if he is to end up there. Well, uh, I think all of this sounds about what Pitt fans have heard for three months now. It, it makes sense, obviously, just with some different kind of names floating around there in terms of teams. But let, let me ask you the golden question. It sounds like Hakeem doesn't even know where Hakeem's going yet, so I can't ask you to know where he's going yet. But what, what, how likely is it that you think he does put on a Pittsburgh hat in that room, in that gym, and, and gives Pitt a massive verbal commitment and puts them in the lead going into those weird visit seasons in December? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great way to put it. I think I think he picks an out-of-state school Friday, and then the in-state schools feel like they can ramp up the flip efforts after that point. So I think Miami and Florida State in particular are, are more built for the long game. So to me, I think he's putting on a Texas A&M hat or maybe a Pitt hat. I, I think that's kind of the order of my confidence just from where I sit. Again, I, I do not believe Hakeem has that internal decision uh, because there is such varying confidence from the other side of our sourcing in the industry that says these coaching staffs are up and down in the in the confidence department. There is not one group that that is is mailing it in at this point, one way or the other, from a positive perspective, like hey, we're getting him, or that negative perspective of ah, we we missed out, we're moving on to prospect X Y Z. So that that tells me that there's still a long way to go in this race, but conventionally. And, and just in my experience, these recruitments tend to go one way before the other. And to me, it means going out of state before coming back in state for, for those stay-at-home pitches that often resonate as the weather gets a little bit cooler, even in the state of Florida. So to me, your best bet from the pit perspective is to win the recruitment Friday head-to-head -head with Texas A&M and try to hold off the late charge that we expect from Florida State and Miami, regardless of what he decides to, to do on Friday. Yeah, and I, I think that's an interesting way to put it because when you look at what Hakeem is doing here, he's actually playing that long game, and it doesn't feel like this is a true commitment, as you've stated many, many times. It feels like Florida State and Miami are going to have to be held off long. And, and for Pitt, what do you think is the key factor here that they need to do? If they get that commitment, let's say they do, and we have that down, what's the key for Pitt to keeping him in the fold? It sounds so simple, Nick, but you got to keep recruiting him like he never committed. You have to continue to pursue him from a communication standpoint, from a consistency standpoint, and from a recruiting his entire camp standpoint, right? High school coaches, mom, mentors, seven-on-seven -seven coaches, everybody. You have to continue to push the recruitment as if he is only naming a leader and not making a final decision because that is kind of how this commitment is going to be perceived because we do know, again, regardless of who loses out among those five schools on Friday, there's going to be an increase in attention from their perspective, at least initially, right? It could wear off 
as as the fall wraps up and we get closer to bowl season and all that fun stuff, it could wear off. But at least initially, and maybe Hakeem is making these phone calls right now where he's telling five coaching staff, thanks but no thanks, and one coaching staff that they're the victors. At that point, they have a decision to make. Do we double down and say, well, hey, we respect your decision, but we're still coming? Or do they start to bow out and say, hey, we respect you. Congratulations. Good luck at School X. Um, and, and really from that moment, if you win this recruitment, whether it's Pitt or anyone else, you've got to stay on him. You have to continue to recruit him and court him as if his commitment date is December 14th as opposed to September 23rd. That's what it's going to take because he's that big a talent, that unique a talent, and a true position of need for all these programs, right? Are any, besides, I would say besides Pitt, ironically enough, are any of these programs known for great wide receiver development? And do they have a recent track record stating such? Georgia doesn't, AM doesn't. Miami, if they could throw it all to the receiver positions, they probably beat Texas AM the other day. None of these programs, Florida State, have churned out consistent uh, elite players at that position. And from that perspective, Pitt has that track record to lean on more so than all of these other schools in the conversation. So that's another fascinating element uh, of this. But I think regardless, you got to stay on him hot and heavy as if he never made the commitment in the first place. All right. Well, there's another Florida receiver that will be committing on the 24th, the day after Hakeem that I want to ask. But first, folks, I want to let you know about Bet Online because BetOnline.net is their number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest sports developments, including football, game matchups, news and podcasts, including this week's games. I know the Pitt, Rhode Island line is not out. They don't do that until Thursday, Friday, so I'll let you know when that's out, folks, if you want to put a number on that. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including the MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, NFL, college football, is Bet Online. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, John, let's talk about this other Florida receiver. His name's Daedron Zipper, and He's a guy that you touted last time we talked about him as a seemingly a sleeper and, and someone that is better than maybe what he's rated by a lot of these recruiting sites. The offer sheet isn't crazy. Utah has has actually put a little wrinkle in this one. Utah getting involved in this. BYU's been involved. Uh, a lot of different schools involved here. But Pitt has been involved. He took an official visit to Pitt all the way back in June. What do you think about Dadron Zipper and his recruitment right now? Yeah, an intriguing late rising option. Just a kid who was kind of a um, kind of a secondary receiver on his own team last year, right? Seventeen catches uh, as a junior, so showed some athletic potential, but not the production that would put him on major radar. But then after that, he grew. He had a great off season on the camp and combine circuit, and and more offers started to come in. But Pitt was one of the early ones, and I think that was really important in his mind, and that's part of the reason why Pitt remains on his list uh, here at the last minute. Um, I don't know if he's put out a, a true final group, uh, but it's just four schools, right? Pitt, BYU, UCF, and Utah, as you mentioned, kind of the late uh, riser in this. There, initially, South Florida was one of the schools in there, took an official. It looks like they're kind of on the outside looking in at this point. Um, and, and he's visited all these schools except for Utah, which is the late school in the conversation. Now, I have confirmed earlier today that he's looking at a trip to Utah. That is something that he's trying to put together. So while this is kind of the opposite of Hakeem Williams from a 
uh, talent evaluation and, and, and courtship standpoint in terms of the schools that have been after him and how long they've been after him. Now there's a little bit of Ikeem Williams vibes and how he's going to handle the process because he's got some late interest and there could be visits beyond the commitment. Now, nothing is 100%. Who knows when he makes the decision, how how that conversation goes, and maybe he he goes back and says, hey, you know what? I don't need to take any more trips, but there's a little bit of an itch he might want to scratch with Utah in terms of making the visit. Doesn't mean they're the front runner. Doesn't mean that's where he's committing on Saturday, the day after Hakeem, by the way. Uh, but it does mean that there is some interest with Utah that is going to extend beyond the verbal commitment itself. Whether or not he takes the trip remains to be seen. But he's been up to Pitt, as you mentioned. He's been up to BYU. A UCF is, is a school that is the closest to home and the school that his brother transferred to after his time with the Florida Gators. So there is a little bit of confidence building from the UCF angle. So to me, optically, this is a pit UCF battle going into the verbal commitment. After that point, Utah is going to have uh, some leverage if they can get him on campus. And then there could be something to be said on national signing day in terms of where he ends up. But Pitt has done the best job from a longstanding perspective here. We mentioned the early offer the early official visit uh, and then UCF has closed some of that gap here over the last few months and obviously his brother on that roster is a bit of a wrinkle and wild card heading into Saturday's pledge so I'm expecting him to wear some shade of gold in that commitment ceremony whether it's Pitt's version or UCF's version and then after that do, do the red and white uh, Utah Utes have something to say uh, at the 11th hour? If he sets the visit, it's game on. If he doesn't, then he'll probably, in my opinion, stick with whoever he commits to on Saturday. So this recruitment has become a little bit more dramatic than we expected a few weeks ago. You know, we, we talked about his date, his commitment date being eerily coincidental with Hakeem Williams. And, and you have to think, with the visit being scheduled to Utah, Potentially, or at least he's working at it. Do you think this might be something that he's just waiting and seeing on? So maybe if Hakeem doesn't commit to Pitt, he will pull the trigger and commit to Pitt on Saturday. If not, maybe then he'll go and visit Utah. Is, is that a reasonable expectation for something like this? Because it seems like it's a contingency plan in, in place, at least for Zipperer, so he doesn't get conned out in case Hakeem does pick Pitt. It's certainly possible. And with his brother having gone through the transfer portal process and having to deal with, uh, you know, the, the coaching staff who recruited him not being the guys he's he's playing for at one point, you have to wonder what advice is coming down from Big Bro other than, hey, UCF is really awesome, right? The, the other advice of just navigating the process, there has to be a contingency here, right? You have to have a backup plan. That's good advice for any recruit anyway, but having Big Bro – Having gone through that literally last year, I think provides an extra emphasis on that contingency perspective. You not only need to find the school you want to play at, you need to find the coaches that you really resonate with and develop a, a system of this is my plan A, but plan B has got to be just as concrete when these final decisions are to be made because player mobility and movement is, is as fluid as it's ever been. And it's not going in the other direction anytime soon. And that's true with recruiting in terms of decommitments, flips, and all that, as well as uh, after you get to college with the portal and, and all that stuff as well. So you have to wonder what Big Bro is kind of um, trickling down 
from, from the advice perspective with uh, relative to the entire process, not just selling one school versus the other. But yeah, I think the timing of all of these things lining up, the commitment date, the late interest from Utah, Utah, you know, is one, it, it, they don't have as much success in Florida as Pitt. But I will say that they don't throw out offers and interests for, for no reason. They're very calculated, old school kind of approach from, from Kyle Winningham and company from how they want to recruit. So they're not going to just limp into a race if they don't feel like they've got a legitimate shot. Uh, so I do think that's something that helps their perspective uh, as they get into the race uh, a little bit later. And it's not something to be discounted even going into to the verbal commitment date on Saturday, but it being the day after Hakeem Williams with all the hype that will go in and out of that uh, commitment decision, it does make you wonder how strategic uh, Zipper has been in the planning process. And again, he's got all the resources. Not only is his big brother in college football, he's at Lakeland High School, right? Lakeland High School is where, where there is a pit commitment, by the way, on the other side of the ball. Lakeland High School is as professional a high school as there is in the country, whether it comes to just the knowledge of the recruiting game and how many elite prospects have come and gone through there. Uh, that advice is coming down the pike as well. So it's very common for these kids to keep an eye on, on the recruiting process as a whole, the other prospects at their position. And, and when you look at Pitt's commitment list, not a whole lot of spots left, right? We, we couldn't imagine, you'll know better than me, you couldn't imagine a scenario where they take both of these guys, right? I mean, just numbers-wise, it's very touch-and-go when you're so stacked at a position like Pitt is at wide receiver. So we can't imagine them taking both of these guys. So when you start to put the tea leaves and, and read between the lines together, you do feel like there is some strategy here from Zipper's perspective, and that's necessary because he's a sleeper, because he's a late riser. He's not an Ikeem Williams that has a spot no matter when he wants to take it at all of these different schools. It's got to be more strategic, and the timing has to be right here. So the date is never a random date for this type of prospect. Yeah, Pitt does have three commits already, receiver Lamar Seymour, Kenny Johnson, and Zion Fowler. So four, it's probably done. Um, Hakeem or Zipper, whoever that may be. Um, but I, I got to ask you, John, you, we kind of tiptoed around it a little bit with Hakeem and Zipper. Do, do you expect Pitt to get a wide receiver commit this weekend? Just one of the two. Do you feel like they're going to land one of these guys? I do. I, I do worry from the Pitt angle about the rising confidence from a couple of these different camps, Texas A&M with Hakeem and UCF with Zipper, but they're, they're very late bursts of confidence. I think Pitt has been more longstanding than, than both of those other programs with these recruits in particular. Um, and I think Zipper, the, the timeline just feels so related to Hakeem's that if he doesn't pick Pitt, it feels like that boosts Pitt's chances to, to land him the following day to close out what should be a really nice wide receiver haul either way. So I would be somewhat surprised if Pitt doesn't cap their wide receiver recruiting class uh, by Sunday morning at the at the absolute latest. Um, but there is some worry with some late confidence coming from Texas A&M and UCF, uh, respectively. Well, let's hope that they do do that. Uh, they've already got a very impressive class in Taekwondo Underwood's first recruiting class as wide receivers coach, so it's looking good. John, as always, thanks for coming on. Tell them where they can find your stuff, read your stuff, follow you, all that great stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can check us out at SI.com, of course, uh, also across the Locked On Network and uh, on Twitter as well, John Garcia underscore JR. 
folks, as always, thanks for listening. And as we end it here, as always, hail to Pitt.